This podcast is being published late due to family illness, but I wanted to go back and make sure we had a show for today for completeness of the archive. Coming up on podcast 1560, BYD supplying blade batteries to Tesla in Germany. We'll have a look at that report. Stick around. I'll tell you what I know. Also on the show today, Rivian delivering on their second quarter. Hyundai delivering on the N. That's the rapid version of their Ionic 5. And we look at Acura's first electric SUV. Not really a brand that's important over here, but maybe it is where you're listening around the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening. Welcome to EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Friday 12th of August. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll start with this report about BYD, the Chinese battery, well, engineering everything giant really but very well known originally for ev batteries before being better known perhaps for making electric vehicles their blade batteries which is the kind of term that they've given them that's not a specific industry term that's their their brand name for them are being supplied to tesla already started to be delivered to the Tesla factory in Germany, the first Tesla factory to use BYD batteries, according to a report today. Now, it's a single report, but it did cite several sources who are familiar with the matter, and we kind of trust it, so we'll go with it, but always exercise caution. The first batch of Tesla vehicles equipped with the BYD Blade batteries rolling off the assembly line within a month uh, from late August to early September. According to this report, right now, Tesla Berlin produces the Model Y, so the BYD Blade batteries will probably be inside the made-in-Germany Model Y. In China, Tesla's vehicles use CATL and LG batteries. Uh, CATL, it's about 70% and 30% LG. That's the rough split. But the BYD batteries are being used in the German-made Model Ys, at least we think the Model Ys. Earlier this year on the podcast, I told you about the executive vice president of BYD Group and the president of BYD Automotive at the time, admitting... Revealing, I guess you could say, or admitting. One sounds a bit more sinister, doesn't it? Uh, But either way, saying in an interview that BYD will indeed supply batteries to Tesla. But at the time, this gentleman didn't disclose the specific timeline, but did say, and I quote, We admire Tesla very much. We are also good friends with Elon Musk, and we are going to supply him with batteries immediately, end quote. So I gave you this report, it was back May, June time, wasn't it? And so we knew that BYD, I mean, that's definitely a slip, uh, accidental, on purpose, I don't know, but um, it happened, and we knew that BYD would be supplying Tesla. You know, Tesla have, Elon Musk has said, a battery shortage. They have a lot of demand for their vehicles, and they'll take any battery that uh, meets their specifications, not just the ones they're making themselves. They're the homegrown ones. Now, rumours of the collaboration between BYD and Tesla go back to this time last year, August 2021, according to carnewschina.com. At the time, media reporting that BYD would supply Tesla with blade batteries in Q2 of this year. So we're not far behind, let's face it. Uh, The news was not confirmed by either party at the time uh, until BYD publicly acknowledging the collaboration with that interview earlier this year in uh, in June time. So we'll wait and see. But really interesting, actually. Anyway, European followers, listeners that will buy themselves a Made in Germany Model Y. Uh, Be very interested to uh, see if any of those get the new BYD battery. These the blade batteries are um, reasonably high performance. 
Very, very safe, though. Uh, they go through all sorts of puncture testing in terms of, you know, literally being shot and incredibly stable, incredibly safe. Um, no, they're not the highest energy density of choices out there, but certainly you would think Tesla getting them at a, a price that makes sense for Germany whilst the cell production facility is being built in Germany before Tesla start making their own cells uh, here in Europe. So really, really big news, and we hope that just means that more cars get to be made um, with electric power that end up in driveways. Let's face it, that's what it's all about. Now we'll talk about Rivian delivering on their Q2 revenue. Rivian is holding on tight to their goal of delivering 25,000 EVs by the end of the year, but... It's going to cost them an extra $700 million to do it, according to TechCrunch.com. They tucked the revised guidance within its Q2 earnings report, telling investors that they expect to lose $5.45 billion this year. That's quite a loss as they work their way through to profitability. They lost $1.7 billion in Q2 alone and delivered... About 4,500 vehicles. Now, those vehicle deliveries do include the Amazon truck as well. Rivian's cash burn could be a problem, according to Jalopnik, facing scrutiny over their operating costs and their expenditure and the cash burn and the rate they're burning through it. They're boosting production at their Illinois factory. They're planning a second plant in Georgia as well. Last month, they announced a 6% reduction in their workforce, which was about 14,000 before the announcement. Rivian saying it wants to optimise spending on increasing its output and developing its R2 platform for the Georgia plant. Market analysts focusing on how much money Rivian is burning through because of its relatively limited deliveries and its rising costs because of their current and future expansion. I'll pop a link to that story in Jalopnik in the show notes. You can read more now. It's about time, Hyundai. What took you so long? We know the Kia EV6 GT is now on sale. Well, at least it is here. I think it is in a few places around the world. The article on CarBuzz says they've caught a few test mules now undergoing development of the Hyundai version of the rapid car. Uh, Hyundai's Quick 5, that would be the N version. Uh, Each sighting so far of the test mules... Uh, We're not wearing the production car's body, but it's all changed now as spy photographers have snapped the all-electric hot hatch. And it's, well, I say hot hatch, it's an enormous car. The Ionic 5 is such a big car, three-metre wheelbase on that. But either way, maybe we can't call it a hot hatch. Um, In its final form, it's been seen near the Nürburgring. load of camouflage on it still, but uh, it's almost ready to take those wraps off. It's not hiding quite so much. The front splitter is deeper. It's more aggressive. The grille... And the facier, uh, also more visible in terms of what they've done to that. A distinctive design for the N version. Now, the Kia EV6 GT is ridiculously rapid. 577 horsepower. 0 to 60, just over three seconds. Top speed, 162, if you can find somewhere legal to do it. Uh, And we think that the Hyundai Ioniq 5N wouldn't be a million miles away from those specs because it's using the same technology and engineering. Either way, I can't wait. Uh, the EV6 GT is such a wolf in sheep's clothing. I mean, look, it looks good. It looks like a kind of sporty car. Uh, but when you rip away from the lights in three and a half seconds in one of those, and not that I've driven the GT 
version. Uh, where was I the other day? I, I parked up next to a, a Kia EV6. I just stood and admired it for a while. It's a really, really lovely electric vehicle. Now, Acura is not really a brand that if we do have it over here, I've paid any attention to because it's not electric, um, you know, bigger in the US. Maybe we can get Acuras over here. But either way, Acura teasing their first vehicle uh, yesterday uh, with one of those shots that just shows the grill. You know, when the, uh, the grill lights up or something. Yeah, that's all we've got. Embedded LED lights make it look like an ostentatious grill. But still, it's just a grill, according to The Verge. Uh, They write, full caveat, the concept may or may not inform the actual production version of Acura's first EV. It's going to be built on a General Motors platform. So they've um, decided that the best thing for Honda to do, the Acura brand, is to go to GM, cap in hand, write them a check, and get them to make an EV for them. Uh, uh, Alongside GM and Honda, which is Acura's parent company, um, there's the Honda Prologue, the Acura Precision. They're going to be made by General Motors at Tennessee. It's the Spring Hill plant, if you're interested. Uh, That's where the Lyric is going to be built, or is being built right now, perhaps. Under the agreement with General Motors, Acura is designing the exteriors. They're doing the interiors as well, but the platform, the engineering, the battery, the motor, all of the techie stuff is being done by General Motors to support Honda and Acura's uh, specifications that they have given them. Right, a quickie on regen before we start talking about other stuff. When you slow down in an EV, more often than not, you're using regen. But sometimes you do have to use the friction brakes. And how you use them is always very interesting, actually. One of the most interesting things for me, because I'm a nerd, from EV to EV, whether it's something like blended braking, where... You know, both of our Renault Zoes have had really weak regen on accelerator pedal let off. But then you start to depress the brake pedal and it increases the regen. You've really got to mash the brake pedal on a Renault Zoe to get the friction brakes to engage. Apart from, of course, when you're going at a few miles an hour and you come to a stop. Uh, what else? Uh, I mean, I think the gold standard is is probably Tesla because I love strong, strong, like I want maximum regen. I want to drive the whole car with my right foot. My wife's the opposite. My my wife wants the most analogous experience to a fossil car. She wants, that's why she loved the Kona that we had, because she would use the paddles to go to zero, to freewheel, and just use the brakes. And that's like, I can't drive an EV like that, but the how she that's how she wants to do it. Well, Brembo, famous for braking, is attempting to take... Um, next steps in EV braking. They've got a new system called Sensify, and they've got rid of all the way the brakes have been done in the past. So the master cylinder, the brake lines, brake fluid, all of that stuff, gone. Instead, a lighter electric setup of brakes on each corner with actuators to clamp onto the brake disc rather than a fluid pressure. And their algorithm will stop faster than a traditional braking system in an EV if you do have to smash on the brakes and do an emergency stop. It gets rid of the uh, ABS in terms of that pulsating feeling of locking and letting go and locking and letting go. Uh, Brembo will put it on either you know, two wheels or four wheels on an electric vehicle. They can use it for racing as well. And of course, it, it, there's no drag between the discs and the pads, so a longer life for both and better efficiency, less friction even dragging, um, and that means more mileage, ultimately, in an EV. So innovation happening everywhere, even in places where you may not realise. Now, coming up on the podcast soon, uh, we'll talk about a bit more confusion around the EV tax credit in the US. I know, it continues. And 
why police in Germany are getting interested in who's using Tesla superchargers and who should or shouldn't be parked at one of those stations. Stick around. Those stories are on the way. Now, let's go to Ikea. In fact, let's not go to Ikea. I've been a couple of times recently. There's only so much Ikea. I love the place, but only so much I can handle. Right? And both times I've been to Ikea recently, solo visit. Well, I took our four-year-old. I, I took little man. But, um, you know, a visit with my wife will inevitably end with arguing because, you know, it's Ikea. And, the, and let's get on to the story to help reach the Ikea ambition to be climate neutral or even climate positive by the end of the decade 2030 an ambitious target ikea in the u.s today announcing a collaboration with electrify america uh, to bring ultra fast public charging stations and delivery fleet vehicle charging to 25 ikea retail stations or stores throughout the u.s to begin with the joint effort will enable ikea to quadruple the total number of ev chargers supporting the goal of achieving zero emission home deliveries by 2025 there'll be 200 individual fast chargers of 150 and 350 kilowatts at 18, uh, so 25 different IKEA locations in the US covering 18 different states. I'll pop a link to IKEA's press office where I found that story if you'd like to read all the gory details about it. Now, a bit more detail on the EV tax credit, the Inflation Reduction Act, and uh, let's talk a little bit about whether people are understanding what it means. Consumer reports say that after months of enduring very high gas prices, a chap called Tom Martin decided it was time to trade in his Mazda CX-5 for a Chevy Bolt. He even recently placed an order. But now it looks like the federal government could offer him a better deal with proposed legislation that would add a tax credit of $7,500 if he waits until next year to make his purchase. He's one of many would-be EV buyers who the uh, organisation Consumer Reports have spoken to. Trying to work out this confusing detail about the new EV tax credits offered in the Inflation Reduction Act. So that should be passed. If it's not today or the weekend, it will be on Biden's desk and it will be signed into law. Now, there is some confusion over when it starts. So... The existing federal tax credit for everyone, apart from Tesla and GM, will, as far as I understand it, and I've read this many, many times, cease the minute Biden's pen meets paper. It doesn't go to the December 31st, the end of the year. It stops when he signs it, even though it's August, which means no federal tax credit September to December. Then... Uh, but it, it's fine if you have a signed order. So again, if you order an EV and it's not a reservation or a pre-order, it's an order, then it's fine, you're locked in. You still get it, even after he signs it. But what if you want a Tesla? And I don't think any Teslas are going to qualify, by the way, because even the cheapest Model 3, which comes in under the price threshold, I think has a battery which doesn't qualify in terms of components, but that's not what we're talking about now. I know lots of people think I'm wrong on that. Um, but a Chevy Bolt would get the tax credit again. So this chap in the article would be better waiting, but until the 1st of next year. All very frustrating. It's confusing. People are delaying orders so their cars qualify. Others are saying they're trying to speed up their purchases before um, the current law disappears. Well, it won't disappear if you have a placed order when Biden signs the bill into law. 
until he does, the previous EV tax credit is the existing US federal law. Right. Final story. Police in Germany are taking an interest in who is and isn't charging at Tesla supercharging stations. Not every day you see a police helicopter parked up or landing at a Tesla supercharger. And in this case, you haven't because it's been photoshopped in. But it's a really, really good photoshop, by the way. I mean, I can't. I've looked at the shadows. I really can't see where it's done. But yeah, they photoshopped the police helicopter at a Tesla supercharging station to point out you shouldn't be parking there if you're not a Tesla in a designated bay. Many EV owners have gone to a charging station to find a non-EV blocking it. And now in Germany, they're taking this seriously by the police. The police are getting involved. Um, the German police took a day of action against blocking charging stations. And they did a Photoshop mock-up to point out, actually, if you're not a Tesla, even if you're a police helicopter, you shouldn't be parked in there. Pop a link to Tesla Rati in the show notes. Hey, if any police everywhere... That's amazing. What well on Germany? Can our can our local police please take an interest in uh, in combustion cars parking in EV bays? And also while they're at it, can they stop people on DC fast chargers for about three hours as well? <laughs> if you could, please. Right. Question of the week will will return. Now's not the time. Taking a break whilst I've been getting back on schedule with this nasty illness um thanks virus um thank you very much to everyone who's a premium partner of the podcast phil roberts who runs electric future at ef dots energy uh, brad crosby porsche of the village in cincinnati audi of cincinnati east volvo cars of cincinnati east national car charging on the u.s mainland and aloha charge in hawaii Derek riley running the brilliant ev review island youtube channel richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling evs in the UK, and Octopus Electric Juice. They make public charging simple with one card, one map, and one app. Thanks for listening. Have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, you know there's no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.